We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas, listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. The Perfect Package comes with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxer briefs. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Patches 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And welcome back, motherfuckers, to another edition of Rams Uncensored. I am your host, Tommy Avance. As always, joined with my co-hosts, Brian Juano and Mark Luan. How are we doing this evening, Brian? 
I'm just grooving out, just in my own little mood, making my mute music, and just chilling. How are you doing, buddy? Great, man. Great, great, great. Beautiful evening on this Wednesday. How are we doing, Mark? You cracking them beers, bud? I'm cracking them beers. Let's go. I'm ready to fucking do this show. Nice, nice, nice. So I know you. I know you guys missed me last week. We no, did. We, we did. We had a. I missed you. I know Brian didn't. I know Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did have a special guest um, last week. Wags was on the show, sitting in for Mark, and he did a great job. He was a. Uh, Swigging, 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 swigging. I was actually a little bit jealous, but yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. We had some audio issues, but I think we got some of that stuff corrected. I mean, I wasn't jealous. That dude was like fucking half bottled deep on Reykjavaka. It just sounds fucking disgusting, and he was drinking at home by himself. Yes, I'm calling you an alcoholic if you're listening, Scott Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a big fan of drinking alone, but I have done it. I'm not going to lie. I did it uh, a while back watching, man, I think it was, oh, it was the first time we played the Seahawks on Thursday night, and I and I was at the store, and I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of watching these games sober and alone when we're on the road. I'm going to crack some drinks, and man, that game was a lot more fun with a couple of drinks in me. Oh, Oh, yeah, well, I can tell you if I'm just at home and I'm watching football, like the Rams and some other fucking teams, I don't care. But if I'm watching the Rams, yeah, I'm definitely fucking drinking. I get too stressed out. I've already lost my hair. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't blame that. I I wouldn't blame that hair loss on the Rams. I'm with you there. My hair is gone, too, and I could just think, uh, you know, my mom's side – uh, in their terrible genetics, so thank you very much. Appreciate it. No, I blame the Rams, dude. Fuck them. <laughs> they fucking, fucking. I'm surprised I'm alive. I'm hanging on by a string right now. Let's be real. You know, actually, it's kind of. It might sound crazy, but it's kind of fun being in the position that we're in, not being able to control our destiny at the moment. This weekend is so huge. I mean, we have the Minnesota Vikings playing right here in Carson against the Chargers, and for one day, every Rams fan is going to root for the other L.A. team. I mean, we need them to get that done, and they absolutely can get it done. Look... There's, they're going to lose to one of the three that they have left. The Chargers, the Bears, the Vikings. Like Surprisingly, it's kind of weird to say all three teams are playing well because the Chargers just went out and freaking smoked the Jaguars over the weekend. So let's just be honest. They're probably going to at least lose one, but we want them to lose two to be comfortable, right? Yes, because if they lose one and we lose one, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, and, you know, there's another scenario where if the Bears beat the Packers, then we do control our own destiny. I think J.B. Long tweeted that out the other day. Uh, we just got to keep winning because uh, we hold all the tiebreakers between the Packers and the Vikings due to the conference record, I believe. You guys want to hear a fucked-up scenario that is the least likely of all of them, but it is actually achievable? 
if the Rams went out, if the Rams went out and the Niners lose out, the Rams would go to the playoffs and the fucking Niners would be watching from home as long as the Vikings won out. That is absolutely true. The Niners would finish eleven and five, and so would we. And, and they would have, with them. and they would have a worse, but they would have a worse in division record because they'd be three and three, and we'd be four and two. Yeah, but the it would go well. They showed the because every year I forget because you know a whole year is a that's a long way to remember anything. I can't remember what happened ten minutes ago. But it's it's head to head, and then conference and then record. In, no, 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 not one in division. In division, that's division record. Then it's conference. Well, then somebody screwed up online. Like if that if works for the NFL, again, by the way. If, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But like, if we're doing this, like us against the Vikings, yes, it's conference. It doesn't matter about division. But, division. but we're talking about in division. But we're talking about another in division foe for us finishing second versus third, and we're let's just say we're you know tied. It's in division. Yeah, that makes sense. That that's that's why the division record comes into play at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll let you do the yeah. thinking yeah. at this time of night because my <laughs> my brain. I'm a morning person, dude. Fuck. Hey, and I have a great memory and. I might have taken a couple of hits, so I might be a little baked, but I like to think, man. I like to I like to think about a world where the Niners would not be in the playoffs and the Rams would be. I mean, how beautiful would that be after everybody sucked their fucking dick all year? It's a nice world. I like it. It's kind of nice right? in there. That I'm looking I have the playoff scenarios and everything pulled up online right now and the Packers are ten and three, and the Rams have five losses. So the Packers would have to lose two games. So that's eh, that's not a. I'm not even looking at the Packers. I'm looking at the Vikings. Well, I know why. I know why he said that though, because if they lost this week, they'd be at the same record as the Vikings, and they have to play each other. Meaning one of them's going to be at five losses. Oh, because they still got to play each other at, mm-hmm. within the next couple of games. Yes. Know. Yeah. That's thanks, why he said that. Thanks for elaborating. No problem. I got all these scenarios already played down in my head. I don't need it in front of my face. I already know who everybody's playing. I'm fucking ready to go. That's impressive. <laughs> I just ate dinner 30 minutes ago and can't remember what I ate. Well, I just finished a White Claw, and I'm about to over open a Kern River Riverita Margarita Goes Ale. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't eaten anything since noon. And I haven't eaten anything since noon, so go suck it, motherfuckers. Let's get into that wonderful, wonderful game we were all at on Sunday. Had the pleasure of tailgating with each other and a lot of other great people. And uh, went inside that Coliseum and the crowd finally this season came to life. I don't know why it took them so long. I mean, this is year four, Los Angeles. This isn't a baseball game where you sit on your hands the whole time and stare at your phone because you're bored out of your mind. This is football, all right? So if you're going to show up, you better show out because we're watching. We're watching. We went. Mark and I decided 
after we found our seats that we got from the great JB Long, thank you JB, much appreciated, that we would go wander around and find everybody because it would be more fun to watch this game around people that we know, right? So we started wandering around and rounding up the troops and we found a section up on the left side of the suites in the front row right above 210 that was completely, almost completely empty and the whole front row was empty. So me and Mark went and sat there and just were able to relax and not be so squished like a lot of people were. And we got a Sly to come join us. And then we hung out there for a while. Then we went and found Andy and Fredo who were one section over. And so we went and sat all squished as hell in the middle of this section. And Andy's seats were like in the middle so you had to walk past like 20-something. It was one of those really long aisles, too. We had to walk past like 20-something uh, people. Style. Yeah, it was brutal. And uh, But, you know, we wanted to hang out with the boys, so we went over there. And Fredo's like 10 rows in front of us. And literally, he was like the dude from I Love You, Man, at the Galaxy game. You know, turning around to the crowd like, here we go, Galaxy, here we go. Like, dude, he was trying to get the crowd. And the I'm telling you, the 200 section all the way around the stadium is the most dead section. It's you, the, the 100 level, you got people, rowdy people down there, and you got the rowdy people in 300s. But in the 200s all the way around, you got the squares that are sitting on their hands. And a lot of us sit in the 200s because we like those seats. But, man, people are just... They're just not – imagine how much louder it would have been if everyone would have got up. Because I would say, Mark, what do you think the percentage of people in the stadium that weren't cheering when they were supposed to be? Uh, probably like around, I don't know, maybe 25 30% of the people that were there. Imagine if they participated how much louder it would have been. Because it was loud when Todd Gurley scored that touchdown – on the outside, you know, towards the pylon, I watched the replay, and that crowd was so live, dude. We were just going nuts, and that's the way it should be, you know? Yeah, another well, hey, player. What's that? Oh, I was going to say, why don't you guys come visit me in 118, man? Like, you guys just stay over there on your own little side in the 200 section. There was me. I had my magical mustache going, the, the rally stash <laughs> right now. There was a guy behind me who had a magical mustache going. He was, like, doing the Macarena and yelling and trying to get the crowd going. He was like a, a fucking Alfredo on crack. You know, everything was good. Come see me over there, guys. Fuck. We will. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and see you for the Cardinals game. Yeah, we're gonna, I want to make my rounds again, too. That I had, I had more fun wandering around. Did you, Mark? Oh, absolutely. It was a blast. I mean, we... I mean, we still stay paying attention to the whole game, but we're able to just navigate through the entire, well, no, that entire side of the stadium from 203A to, you know, 212 or whatever section Andy was in. And that section that we're sitting in for a little while by ourselves, I mean, that was a great vantage point. Like, that was an nice view. You could see everything from there. There was no views that were obstructed, um, no lighting obstructions. It was perfect. That se- I couldn't believe that section was empty. You know, yeah, and I believe those tickets right there in that section right now are going for about 30 bucks. They're worth every bit of that, dude. Are you kidding me? They're great. Yeah, I may jump on that like tomorrow. 
Do it. Yeah. So the game, and not just the game, but the turnaround after, you know, the defense basically flipped off the offense against the Ravens, and obviously that political stand, in my opinion, worked because we're seeing a whole different team now. And if Sean McVay regrets anything, it's not running girlier, girlier in the season. You get that? Did you guys catch that? Uh, that was a nice pun. I like that. <laughs> not girlier in the season, but if he would have just ran the ball more earlier in the season with his other two running backs that are very, very serviceable, right? Especially our rookie, Daryl Henderson, shown flashes with his speed, quickness, and jump cuts. Um, he just didn't run the ball at all, right? That was a problem. We can talk about Gurley all day long, but he just didn't run it with anyone. Um, he waited a little too long. And he got, you know, too pass happy early on in the season, almost got Goff killed a million times, and that's on him. Uh, he called himself an idiot at the podium jokingly, but, you know, he, he knows. Man, come on, man. He knows. He turned it around. Uh, you know, if. The Rams' record when Todd Gurley has 20 or more carries is 19-1. and one. You really want to mess with that? You know what I mean? Oh, man. That, that's the actual record? 19-1. and one. Yeah, I was just doing a podcast with the NFL exporter guy, Lance, on Tuesday. And I was like, I don't have the exact stats, but I was like, when Todd Gurley gets the ball 20 times or more, the Rams usually win. I was like, I'd have to go back and look, but there we go. 19 and 1, bro. <laughs> you can't mess with that. You know, I'm and... almost interested to go and look back and see what that one game was. Me too. Me too. Oh, let's, let me think. Maybe it was the Bears game last year? No. It, it, it was. not run the ball very much. Yeah, it's. I can't remember. I it, it would be. It would be one of the. It would probably be one of the high-scoring games that we just ended up losing. Hmm. Possibly. Yeah, I, mean, I can't even think. I can't think that far back into 2017 either. No, you don't I mean, definitely. That'd be something you definitely have to look up because it can go back. Um, I don't know what the 19 and one represents. Does it represent that his, the his, era? That's what I'm saying. I just I just got that number, but I didn't know if it represented Todd Gurley's career or just under McVeigh. So is it fifteen through nineteen or is it seventeen through nineteen? I don't know. It's probably seventeen through nineteen. Yeah, I want to say Cam tweeted that out. That's that because you could have ran the ball twenty times with Gurley back in the Fisher days, and they still wouldn't have put up any points, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Um, it's interesting nonetheless. Yeah, no, for sure. So, let me ask you this. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the NFC East at 9-7. and seven. I think they're going to win out because their schedule is favorable. No, no. I do, and I just, my point I is, go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It doesn't matter. Dallas yeah. nine and seven, or eight and eight, or what? Doesn't it doesn't fucking matter? The point is, is that what if we go eleven and five and miss the playoffs, and a nine and seven or an eight and eight team, or even a seven and nine team possibly 
goes to the playoffs, wins the division. I know we've been there before and this and that, but I don't know. I just, I've never been a fan of being rewarded for mediocrity because let's be honest, that team is probably going to get bounced in the first round, even at home anyway, by whoever they have to play. Unless, unless you're Seattle with beast mode. Yeah, yeah, I remember that stuff, but that's a... Yeah, it's an, no, it's no, an, I get it. It's an anomaly, you know what I mean? Look, look, I'm a proponent of actually having fair scheduling and taking the top six teams out of each conference or whatever it may be if they want to expand it or however they want to do it. But then that takes away having divisions, right? I mean, no, you could. I mean, you could still have the divisions to keep the rivalries, but you, you know, if you don't, if you're not one of those top six teams, you can just take your division championship uh, participation trophy and stick it with the sun don't shine for all I care. And even yeah, if the Rams, and the even point. if the Rams were in that situation and they won the division, but they weren't one of the top six teams, I'd be okay with them missing the playoffs. I would. So this is not a double yeah. standard. No, no, I get it, but like. If you're gonna take the top six teams, you just have to get rid of divisions, and then you open it up, which is actually kind of cool. You could still play your division rivals every year. You're just not playing them twice. You actually play a bunch of other teams that you wouldn't normally play, and it's a more uh, fair playing field. Like, why should the Patriots get the Buffalo Bills and Miami and the Jets fucking for six games every fucking year when? Everybody else has to play some real fucking teams. I agree. That's a perfect example. Yeah, imagine being the saying. Patriots and being able to look at your division and be like, "Oh, we got a guaranteed six wins here." All we got to do is win, you know, four or five games out of our division, and we're golden. <laughs> That's yeah. what they're looking at. They're looking at the other games. Yeah. And they, you, Bill Belichick, and those guys can say all they want. You know, we don't, we don't look past any opponent. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're looking at. Yeah, well. we we all know what they're looking at. They're looking at something like usual. They're getting yeah, smarter. Well. They're getting they're getting smarter though, right? Yeah, no. Well, well, not that smart because they keep getting caught. No, think about it. They created a TV show this year called right, Do Your no Job. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. They created yeah. a TV show so they could cheat and get away with it. They're well, going to get away with this. I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, yeah, because the NFL doesn't want that black eye. But it's look. Last year, when Belichick was following McVeigh up and down the field, saying, "Where's McVeigh? Where's McVeigh? I can't find him." I thought right away when I saw that, like, motherfucker knows our science. Well, guess what? It's because he's filming it for Do Your Job. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same exact thing when I seen that on the what was it the mic'd up. I just can't wait for 15 years from now, uh, the ESPN 30 for 30, and it's just and the, it's the whole the whole scandal just gets unraveled for real because it'll be Tom Brady and Bill will be long gone, and then they could just go after them and be like, "Yep, they cheated the whole time. They're pieces of trash. Their trophies are garbage." Like, it'll I'll just, just be one player. It'll be one ex player that comes out and says something kind of like with the Astros. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Why can't you just play and win the old-fashioned way, you scumbags? If you're not cheating, you're not trying? I mean, I guess. I guess that's the world we live in, but I don't, yeah. agree, I don't agree with it. I'm just saying. It's just disheartening to, you know, even hear that again, you know, after all these years and kind of 
putting 2000, you know, one, 2002, you know, kind of behind you. It just, you know, when, when I read that earlier in the week, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, really, did we did we really get cheated out of another Super Bowl? I know that we played like shit on offense, but I mean, if they had the signal calls and they did we, hey, coming, there, did, did we I, play like shit or did they just do the same thing they did to the guys? Well, that's the thing. Was it just a repeat? So they just found a different way to cheat and know what was coming? Yeah, yeah be, because. That's question we're going to ask. Hey, regardless, both of those games could have easily been won by the Rams. And yeah. regardless, you still had to go out there and kick the guy's ass in front of you. So even if they knew it's coming, they still fucking kicked our ass in certain moments, right? Yeah, the physical part of the game, I agree 100%. They, they, you know, the defensive line kicked our offensive line's butt physically. And there's right. no cheating around that. Right. Straight up. I agree. You can't you can't know exactly what every single play is. Now, there's a few times in the game where some signals are coming out, but those signals aren't coming out every fucking play. No. That's why there's a headphone microphone, unless they have a fucking feed into that. Yeah, at this point, it's hard to, to even like look past anything and... They could and, be into everything. You never know. Well, I was going to say, and even if they, let's just say they knew our defensive calls. Well, okay. They still didn't fucking dissect us. They put up 13 fucking points. No, for them, if they were cheating, you know, and in that aspect, I mean, we, we did pretty damn good. We I mean, we could have very well beat them right. with cheating, so. Well, the, well, that's my point, though. Like, if they actually cheated in that Super Bowl, like, we still played pretty damn admirable. It's not like they went out and kicked the shit out of us. Yeah, the no. fucking defensive line definitely kicked our offensive line's ass, but it was a 3-3 fucking game in the fourth quarter. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, let's not, make, let's not make excuses. We fucking lost a game. Yeah, no, we the offensive game plan was terrible, dude. It was. But let's not, let's not keep going back to that game because we sound like a bunch of right. whiny-ass fans. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, we lost. Whatever. Get over it. So, are we going to destroy these boys on Sunday? Well, I can't wait to see it. Is this going to be the game like the Ravens did to us? Are we going to go in there and and put the nail in? Because they've been, you know, they've lost three in a row to some pretty, you know, pretty ugly teams too, by the way. And are we going to be the team that's hot that goes in there and just stomps on their throat and, and sends a message and, and really exposes Jason Garrett, which he's already going to get fired at the end of the season. And if he doesn't, and I was a Cowboys fan, I'd probably be done with that, that team because Jerry Jones is the owner and the general manager. And to keep this guy around for eight years with that talent, especially right now, come on, man. You got to get somebody in there to get the most out of these guys. They have a really, really good roster. Yeah, no, they do. Um, I think we're going to jump out to a decent lead on these guys, but I think as the Cowboys have done quite a bit this season, they will score some late touchdowns to make it look like it was a lot closer than it was. Yeah, that's been happening a lot lately. You'll see close games like uh, when the Texans recently put their foot on the Patriots' throat for three and a half quarters. But the final score was twenty-eight to twenty-two. 
right? Or the-, the Texans this week when they were down 38-3 ended up only losing 38-24. And who they who were they playing? Denver. Dude, this is like probably the worst year I've seen in a long time to gamble on on point spreads. I mean, right. it's brutal. You don't know who's who. It's Denver stinks and they'll come out and do that to the Texans who are a division leader and playing good football and just put their foot on the Patriots' throat like a week before that. I mean, you can't predict anything right now. It's crazy. Hey, let's let's not forget where we were that team a few years ago under under Jeff Fisher, you know, where we'd look like ass against a mediocre team and then all of a sudden, you know, we're playing the the Saints or the Cowboys and they're a pretty decent team that year and we absolutely dominate them in all phases of the game and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, well, that was because we had a lot of talent and nobody was there to actually put it together. And you could say the same probably about the Broncos right now. Yeah, they have a lot of talent. talent. They have a lot of talent and they're trying to put it together and they finally got a quarterback in there. They finally got Drew Locke in there and he's I oh, mean, he two games in. What was that game? Right. Right. Two games in, he's looking like a, you know, he's looking like he's the real deal. We'll see if it holds up or not, but they're 2 and 0 under him, so yeah, yeah, we and we need that. We the NFL needs more quarterbacks that can play. So when I see these rookies come in and and and, and play well, it's exciting because the league's better when it's competitive, in my opinion. Absolutely. But to answer your question, Tommy, yes, I think we're going to absolutely dominate this weekend. I think the defense is going to going to feast as it has been i want to say that jalen ramsey is probably going to have his coming out party this weekend i think dak is going to make some mistakes and try to test them and yeah it's not going to end up good for them dude i'm dun, dun, dun. i'm so tempted to get a ticket to StubHub on sunday and just cheer <laughs> like I want the Chargers to win so bad. Like they got to get this. Come on, Philip, if you're listening, do me a solid, brother. Get it done. So wait, go so yell in somebody would, else's ear. So wait, you would go to uh, StubHub and not watch the Rams and root for the Chargers? No, I would watch the game. I'm just saying, dude. You know what I mean. You know, I know. what I mean. Uh, you know what I mean. Hey, don't <laughs> start with me, buddy. <laughs> Plus, yeah. I've never been there. Well, this is the last chance. This is your last chance. I know. (laughs) And I'm not going to miss the Ram game to go see the Chargers play, that's for sure. But I will have that on TV as well. Um, Go Chargers. Get it done. Help us out before you go back to San Diego. Is he still hurt? Is he going to be out? I don't know. Is Adam Thielen? No, they're saying that he might actually play this weekend for the first time. (laughs) Okay, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not worried about it. The well, secondary, Derwin D- D- James is back. He is, and they're looking a lot better because of it. He's phenomenal. He's so good, dude. So good. But, but regardless, like, don't even trip. Like, if they fucking win this week, they still have two tough matches left. Like, they Kirk need to win. They need to lose. They need to lose to the Chargers and the Packers. We got it. They well, got to get two losses. They have to. One is not going to cut it. 
Well, I know, but ideally they would lose to their two NFC teams. I know we want them to lose to the freaking San Diego as well, but, you know, the <laughs> NFC. Diego. Yeah, damn right. Fucking <laughs> They'll always dude. be San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's It just rolls off the tongue, and let's, you know, San Diego's such a beautiful town. The fact that the NFL was willing to give that up is just insane. I mean, how are you going to say the Chargers without thinking like their San Diego Sur- Superchargers uh, song, right? Like, you can't. You can't, you can't do it with Los Angeles Superchargers. It doesn't work. No. It doesn't. It just doesn't flow. Off the it doesn't ground. flow. Yeah. No. Now, why do you think all these announcers still say San Diego all the time? They just can't get used to it. Well, I mean... Same could be said for the Rams when they first came back. I heard yeah, a few. When they first did, them St. It's, Louis. Been, it's been a while since buddy. Right. That up. I hear a terrorist. There is a terrorist. It's trying to take down my front door. It's about it's about twenty pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know it. So, uh, so any predictions for the game? I mean, do, fuck I mean, predictions. Wise, uh, I know Tommy didn't like to do predictions. 31-21. 31-21. I can dig that. Rams. W. Uh, w yeah. is my prediction. W. Just the dub. The dub. Get the dub. I do not want to yeah. watch this game on my couch solo, though. I'm going to make the effort to... Not watch it at home solo. I gotta go somewhere and hang out with somebody. I'm just not a fan of somebody. watching games solo anymore. It's not fun. Uh, well, I get it. I get, uh, I get it. Brian's gonna be sitting on his hands watching the game by himself. All stressed out. Bug. Yeah. Haste in the floor. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it will be. We'll be up like thirty-one nothing, and I'll probably be stressed out because that's how I am during the fucking game. It's just just how I roll, man. No, this is that's just kind of the same way I am, especially during a big game. I'm I'm stressed out. I'm pacing, you know, I'm going back and forth to the fridge for a beer, and you know, just depending on how close the game is, you know, like I, then then I'll calm down. You know, like last like against the Seahawks, I would have calmed down fairly quickly. If I was at home, yeah, I was gonna say at the stadium, I didn't calm down at all. There were some instances where you know, like the the Cooper Cup uh, pass, that would have that would have got the crowd going wild. Had he hit that, yeah. he just barely missed Higby. He's seen that last minute because the play was actually it looked like he was going to try to go for Malcolm on the outside well, first. Well, I was gonna say on the outside, the outside was actually more wide open than in the middle. Yeah, and he threw off his back foot and everything. So I mean, obviously he's not a quarterback, so you know he missed it. But did, that was a nice throw to happen. Did he oh. throw it lefty too? No. Oh, okay, I was like, no. I don't remember. Something looked very odd when he threw it. Just... Yeah, no, it was it wasn't a, a very good pass at all. I, I went back and I watched the game and I saw some things. You know that we, you know with the the interceptions that Goff threw, not entirely just... his fault. Did you say went back or did you say whacking it? Whacking it. I've oh, it. been here. Oh, hey, whatever gets you off. 
yeah, no, the the first interception that he threw, I mean, obviously Woods, for whatever reason, he, he, he just stopped on the route. Yeah, yeah not sure it was, why. It was, it was man-to-man, and he fucking stopped like it was zone. Yeah, initially I thought Big jumped the route. No, he didn't but, um, at all. Going, going back and seeing it, no, not at all. Um, and then McVay was clearly mad at Cooks for running a bad route on that one pass that Quandre Diggs intercepted the second time. Oh, who gives a shit about that one? It didn't even matter. He threw it into double coverage. It was third down. We weren't probably going to go for a long field goal anyways, and it was a beautiful punt at the three-yard line. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice way to look at it. Right? I wasn't worried about that. I was like, cool, you just put him down at the three-yard line. We're going to get the ball back at the 50 three plays later. No, it was absolute domination in all three phases of that game. Like, I, I was thoroughly impressed watching the game. I was completely entertained it was just nice to see them go and get a win by that that decisively yeah they didn't see, they man. didn't stand a chance <laughs> it was embarrassing <laughs> oh, you guys laughing at <laughs> she was rather quiet at the gold lot after the game yeah it happens it happens. She's quite used to the Rams beating the Seahawks. I think since uh, I think since we've known each other, I think the Seahawks have only won two games. She's she's shaking her head and saying three, but I don't believe her. If, <laughs> well, we've, known, if we've known if we've known each other four years, and the Rams have won, I don't know, six of seven or seven of eight or something like that. They've only lost one game against Seattle since McVay's been the coach, and that was this season. No, no, they lost last year, too. They did? Or the, they first did. Year, the first year. The first year. Sorry, the first year. They lost the first year under him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That was the that was the game where... Oh, it was the first... Super it was Cup. that game at home. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. Cup. It's the ball. It touched yeah, his hand. Oh, it yeah. Kind of over a little bit, just a tad. Yeah. yeah. So we lost right. those. We we lost those two, and uh, then the next time we played them, we trounced them like forty-two to seven or something. Yeah, that was a game where Gurley just absolutely went off. It's third and twenty-five. Hand off to Gurley. Oh, Gurley's gone. Yeah. And the fans yeah, left at halftime one. and all mad. That shit was hilarious. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yesterday. And it's fun, funny enough, you know, kind of going back to Dallas this week, you know, in 2017 when we played them, that was kind of the game where we kind of figured out who we were and we're like, damn, you know, we could we could make some noise here. You know, we we got this thing rolling. Um, and well, now... Yeah. Well, yeah, at that time, Dallas was playing really good. They looked like one of the best teams in the league. And in the first half, they actually kicked our ass all over the field and we had to make some second half adjustments and then all of a sudden we became that team. Yeah, that was the game where we found our identity and, you know, that's that's when you knew that, all right, we could probably get to the playoffs. Absolutely. And and now, you know, I mean, here we are, confident as shit, trying to seal our fate into the playoffs and I feel like we're going to dominate here we are. Look at you. Hey, who, look at you. Hey, look at us. Oh, look at us. No, look at you. <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Hey, but, 
Hey, hey, let's also talk about – let's go back to that Niners losing out and uh, not making the playoffs. They just lost their starting center for the year, and uh, Richard Sperman's out for at least two weeks. Yeah, no, we won't be seeing him next weekend, sounds like. More than likely not. You really think the Falcons are going to beat him? The Falcons are playing a lot better. They seem like they're trying to play for Coach Quinn's job, let's be honest. Like, in recent weeks, they've come out and, I mean, they had that one big win against the Saints. I mean, they came out and trounced the freaking Carolina last week. Played the Saints pretty tough on Thanksgiving, like, they're actually out there playing now, which they didn't do for like the first, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks of the season. Well, yeah, I mean, I purposely picked up Matt's defense last week and they got me 14 points because Matt's a genius. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, th- those guys are going to be playing for the NFC Championship game because they have like such a good defense. They also oh, eat cupcakes. I literally did pick them up last week just to start them because I didn't like my matchups that I had with the with the defenses that I had, and uh, they got me 14. I didn't think the Rams were going to do as well against Russell Wilson, but they actually got 18, but I didn't start them because, you know, history shows it's probably not a good idea, but the Atlanta came through for me. So thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate it, buddy. (laughs) I started the Rams Rams defense. I had faith, boys. Shut the fuck up. That's the only defense you had on your team. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't carry. I don't. I have carry three defenses. Defense. Who the fuck carries three defenses? Somebody who's in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, you must be playing in a fucking weak ass league, homie. Nope, it's actually not. <laughs> must be a yeah, weak ass. That's a crazy stat, though. Just think about how impressive it is that we held Russell Wilson without a touchdown pass, or the Seahawks' offense, you know, all together. They didn't score yeah. at all. Yeah, they no. <laughs> they could not do anything. And uh, and Russell Wilson, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time that somebody dominated him like that. You know, I mean, other than us when we beat him that year, forty-two to seven. It but, was the it was the Packers on a Thursday night about five years ago. I think the game was like a twelve-nine game. Yeah, I just went in my memory banks, motherfuckers. Was that the one where they had the backup refs and they got screwed? Uh, no. I oh. mean, it was in that era. I think it was in that era, but I don't think it was that game. I don't, I don't think it was that game. Because I think that game was a little higher scoring. Let's look it up. Let's see. Let's see when the fail Mary was. What the fuck are you guys babbling about? (laughs) We're we're babbling about your mom. Ooh, sorry. Fail Mary was back in 2012. That was a 14-12 game, so maybe that was it. No, because obviously the Seahawks caught the touchdown to win it. So that can't be it. But basically what I'm saying is it's not often that you see the Seahawks get dominated like that. Right. Oh, Angels just signed Anthony Rendon to a seven-year, $245 million deal. Sorry. Breaking news. You heard it first here on Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored! Are you going to fall asleep, Tommy? 
Tom, Tom, Tommy, Tommy heard the word baseball and he just went to sleep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Night, night. Yes, night, night. Nighty night. <laughs> Anything else, boys? No. Um. Yeah. I just, I just want to go back to you know the tailgate last week. Um, you know, I know we have listeners from Twitter, and I know we have listeners from various uh, different avenues. But for our Twitter listeners, I just realized that Sly is shorter than Alfredo. I, I, I stood them up right next to each other, and Sly is a short motherfucker. I just want to leave it at that. I'm done. I didn't even <laughs> notice. Yeah, no, I really have never noticed. <laughs> I never compared their height. <laughs> I, I was I was standing with Julie, and I, I looked at him, and I was like, wait a second. Holy fuck, Sly, you're shorter than Alfredo, and I make fun of you for your height all the time, Alfredo. <laughs> and then they were like, I'm 5'6", I'm 5'6". I'm like, well, no, you're not. Look at you, motherfucker. <laughs> so, anyways, that's all I got. Off to bed. So, <laughs> so you're going to be at the Cardinals game, right, Brian? That's well, I'm, deba- I'm, I'm debating it at this point. I wasn't going to, but... Um, Last game at the Coliseum, I, and you're not going to show up. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, I split tickets with somebody, and I gave him that game. Well, go grab some more tickets. They're like 30 fucking dollars. They're less than that, but I'm just gonna wait. But I'll probably, I'll probably get some. He's big time. How about he just make plans and sit with us? I'll roll out the red carpet for you, Brian. We're big timing. Well, let me know where you're sitting, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, you only have tickets yet, do you, Mark? No, not yet. I was gonna. Okay, so by the end of the week, then do it together. Yeah, so you're trying to call. Yeah, you're trying to call me out, and you don't even have tickets yet? He was waiting for you. See, it was all his master plan. It was all a dream. (laughs) Word up magazine. Yeah, 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 motherfuckers. All right, man. Okay, good night. Rant uncensored. I am going to play our last ad in our outro. I want to say thanks to our audience for listening to our bullshit today. And we'll see y'all soon. People like to hear people talking shit. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball, it's time to get off the sideline and get in the action with MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, Parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to MyBookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best of all, if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you were to deposit $2,000, you can get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. If you're looking a little low stakes, put 100 they'll give you 50 
you'll be good to go with some free money. Just use the promo code MASSIVELATEBE to activate this offer. Once again, that's promo code MASSIVELATEBE to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.